Welcome to the podcast filled with his love, the only podcast that draws upon both religion and psychology to help you strengthen your attachment relationships. Here's your host, Dr. Russ Osgothor, Emeritus Professor of Instructional Psychology and Technology, author and speaker. His latest book entitled Filled with His Love, Strengthening Our Attachment to God and to Others is available on Amazon now. This episode will be a little different. Today, I want to ask for your participation. If you've been listening to this podcast, you've probably asked yourself, at least at some point, what is my attachment style? Do I have a secure attachment style, an anxious one, an avoidant one, or a dysfunctional or anxious avoidance style? And let me reemphasize this. All of these characteristics of attachment style are on a continuum. So I might have a healthy, secure attachment style, but may still have one or two characteristics of the other unhealthy styles. Estimates vary. Some researchers say that only about one-third of adults have a secure attachment style. That's not very optimistic, right? Others conclude that about half of adults have a secure attachment style. Whichever estimate you take, The result is that a large number of adults struggle with their ability to form healthy, secure, enduring attachments. I could give you one of the attachment style quizzes, but I will let you find those online. Just type in free attachment style quiz and you will get multiple options to pick from. What I will do today is boil all of those quizzes down into the primary indicators for each attachment style and ask you to ask yourself how you measure up against these key indicators. This is obviously not an exact science, whether you take the free quiz or whether you listen to this podcast. So don't get too concerned if you fall into a category of attachment that surprises you. Just take the results of our little inquiry today as something to think about as you reflect on the quality of your own attachment relationships. The important thing is to think about our relationships, talk about our relationships, and try to improve our relationships. So that's my goal today, to be of help to you in this way. Okay, so here's how one researcher summarizes the key indicators for the secure attachment style. This is the one that we hopefully want to achieve in life. Okay, first indicator is ability to regulate your emotions. Okay, so this goes back a lot to the episode that I did on make your emotions. When we can have control over our emotions, we are much more likely to have a healthy attachment relationship. Uh, Easily trusting others. People who have a secure attachment style find it easy to trust others. This is not blind trust, of course, in in people that you don't know. This is trusting others that you know and being able to place confidence in them. Effective communication skills. This means listening as well as being able to talk. Ability to seek emotional support. This is an important one. In other words, when you need help psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, can you seek support for that? That is a sign of a secure attachment. Are you comfortable being alone and also comfortable in close relationships? Both of these things. In other words, you have to be someone who can be alone 
and enjoy it and also be with others and enjoy those close relationships that you have. The ability to self-reflect in your close relationships, such as marriage. Again, a very important characteristic for a secure attachment. Can you and your spouse talk together openly, honestly, with controlled emotion about your own relationship? And you find it easy to connect with others. You have the ability to manage conflict well. Of course, there will always be disagreements in a close relationship. And so how do you handle conflict? I saw one study where this was actually one of the strongest indicators of a happy, lasting marriage. How prospective partners, spouses, handle differences of opinion and conflict. How they can settle and talk through it. Do you have high self-esteem? And do you find yourself being able to be emotionally available. This is also very important. Are you vulnerable? Are you able to let somebody else inside your own feelings and express them to one another? These are all signs of a healthy attachment style. Okay, so now let's look at the anxious attachment style. So this is when you ha somebody has clingy tendencies. In other words, you worry about somebody not staying true or staying close to you. You're highly sensitive to criticism, real or perceived. Sometimes, of course, whether, whatever we perceive is what we act on. And so, are you overly sensitive to criticism and correction? Do you find yourself seeking a lot of approval from others? And do you find yourself being jealous? Do you have tendencies toward jealousy? Um, difficulty being alone. When you're alone, you're more anxious because you wish you were with other people that could build you up. And do you have low self-esteem? And you're feeling unworthy of love. This is a common thing of the person who has an anxious style says, I, I don't think I'm worthy of another person really loving me because the self-esteem is so low that they extrapolate that and lay it over on worthiness and then feel even worse. People with an anxious attachment style have an intense fear of rejection. They have significant fear of abandonment, probably because as a child they were abandoned or ignored or neglected in some way by a caregiver, a parent, a loved one. And so now they have a fear of the person that they're trying to establish a close relationship with, abandoning them. And they have difficulty trusting others. Okay, so that's the anxious attachment style. Now on to the avoidant style. By the way, the anxious style and avoidant styles are about equally uh, common in the general population. Um, and so it could be my own feeling is, because of the problems we have now with increased anxiety in society, the anxious attachment style is probably gaining ground over the avoidance style. So we probably have a lot of anxious style people out there. So the avoidant person. This is one who persistently avoids emotional or physical intimacy. 
closeness actually is kind of fearful fearful for these people they don't they don't really like it um they feel a strong sense of independence they don't need it they feel like i can go at life alone i'd rather go up alone than depend on other people because i can't depend on other people very much and so i would rather just be my own self and be independent uh, they're uncomfortable often expressing their feelings. They don't like to let others in. They don't like to let others know what they're thinking and feeling because they don't trust them. And they're dismissive of others. And so sometimes that means dismissive of others' feelings, dismissive of others' desires and wants. Uh, they just kind of turn them away because they really have such a hard time trusting people that they don't want to connect with them. They feel threatened by anyone who tries to get close to them. And if you have an avoidance style, you spend more time alone than interacting with others. You just are more comfortable alone. Uh, it's nice to be comfortable alone, but if we want to form secure attachment styles, a secure attachment pattern in our life, we, we absolutely need to feel comfortable interacting and getting close to others. So also, you, if the, if the avoidant person, you, you might uh, believe that you don't need others in your life. You can feel quite secure in your own person without the need for interaction with others. And the interesting thing is, too, these people have very high self-esteem. They, they have a high opinion of themselves, and that's why they feel like they're better than most people, and they don't need other people. Okay, now here are the signs of the dysfunctional, or some people call it disorganized, other people call it uh, anxious avoidant. It's kind of the combination of the anxious and avoidant, avoidant styles. Um, I found one author that called it dysfunctional, and I quite like that, because this is actually the most difficult kind of attachment style to deal with, um, and it is also the most rare. But so this person, if you have this dysfunctional attachment or disorganized attachment style, you have a fear of rejection. And so that's kind of like the, the anxious person. Uh, you have terrible uh, inability to regulate your emotions. So sometimes you're angry and can't control it. Sometimes you're sad and can't control it. Sometimes you're fearful and can't control it. And other times you have contradictory behaviors. Sometimes when you feel sad, maybe you ought to be feeling uh, more uh, empathetic and all kinds of contradictory kind of behaviors that come about in this particular style of attachment. You have high levels of anxiety and you have difficulty trusting others. So these are characteristics that of both anxious and avoidant. You have signs of both the avoidant and the anxious attachment styles. So this is a, an interesting uh, little box to be in and um, a difficult one, more difficult to uh, correct through therapy than some of the other attachment styles. So if you haven't listened to the early episode in the podcast that I did on attachment relationships, you might want to go back and review that one, just 10-minute review, and come to understand a little bit more how these uh, characteristics and styles go together in a diagram that I've tried to describe, or of course you can see it in the book. 
But the important thing today, I hope, is that you might have gotten some new insight into how you relate to other people. And if one of these characteristics in the uh, unhealthy attachment styles somehow seem to be part of you, then this is something that I think is worth working on. In other words, if you have relatively a healthy attachment style, but you have down underneath somewhere a fear of abandonment, you probably need to work through that and figure out what's going on and how you can improve it. And because we all have attachment experiences and attachment stories in our relationships, I would invite you to email me. I'm leaving the email address in the description of this episode, my email. So if you'd like to email me and tell me about your experience with attachment style and your experience with helping improve your attachment pattern in your life, I would very much appreciate it. So uh, just drop me a note and give me a little description of your experience, particularly if you've ever tried to strengthen an attachment with others or with God. I hope we can continue this conversation and keep looking at the quality of our relationships. See you on the next episode.